In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen. When John, when Saint John, saw the purest heart of Jesus, he uh, stated, he proclaimed two things. You shall not break a bone of him, and they shall, shall look on him whom they pierced. And when he sees the sacred heart of Jesus we venerate this morning, uh, he addresses us directly. You shall not, and they shall look. Here we've got two, uh, sort of the two, uh, the two sides of the same devotion to the sacred heart of Jesus, our personal devotion. First of all, you shall not break a bone of him. None of the bones of Jesus was broken during the Passion and the terrible, in particular the terrible scourging at the pillar. And all the ostriches of Jesus didn't break any of his bones. This first devotion to the Sacred Heart, this first vision, shows us, tells us the, the role we have to maintain, to keep the integrity of the body of Christ. And here we have again two different approaches to understanding of this first statement of Saint John considering the pierced, the sacred heart of Jesus open for us. The bones of Jesus represent the First of all, the unity of the Church. You shall not break the unity of the Church. And we have all a role in this. And we know that every time, at any time, we commit a sin, we hurt the heart of Jesus and we break a bone of Christ. Not, of course, of the physical body of Jesus, which cannot be touched at all because Jesus reigns in his full glory in heaven at present. But every time we are unfaithful to our blessed Lord, we break a bone of the mystical body of Christ, that is to say, the Catholic Church. We do have, we continue, and it seems to be unceasingly to break a bone of Christ. And John, although Saint John told us, you shall not break a bone. And we persist in doing these things. And this is probably the concerning side of it. 99% of our sins is because we don't understand what we're doing. And we don't realize the, how much or the, 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 the depth of the commandment of John. We don't understand. Every single infidelity towards Christ is like breaking the bone of Jesus. We, we uh, harm the unity of the church. That is to say, we put ourselves, uh, we put a distance between the church and ourselves. And we somehow hurt Christ, the mystical body of Christ, again. 
Thank God, we have got the most powerful uh, after Mass, the most powerful sacrament of confession to uh, heal this bone broken because of our sins. And this is wonderful. And I have to tell you here a little story. Usually we don't have to speak about ourselves. We don't. This is not the time to do it. Yesterday, last night, on my return from HD100, of course I was sat at the airport waiting for another delayed flight and saying my prayers, as you should do. And someone came along me and he said to me, and I could say the accent was very noticeable. He said, Father, are you, are you a Roman Catholic priest? And I said, or a vicar? And I said, I'm a Roman Catholic priest, yes. Yeah, I think it's quite noticeable, isn't it? And he said something. I am not a Catholic. Sadly, I was not. I am not. And I said, why are you, so, why are you sad? And he said, because we cannot be forgiven our sins. We cannot. And he meant it deeply. And I could see on his face a sort of a desire to be forgiven. And this is, this is it. This is our treasure. One of our treasures is here. We can and we are forgiven from everything. And Christ our Lord restores his own life in us and restores in us any failure against or any harm against the unity of the church in our own life. So of course as you can imagine I jumped on the occasion and I said, Oh you can come and visit here. You'll be very welcome and we can help you to go through these uh, steps if you like. And he said, Oh yes, I will. That's great. You know, this little thing shows you the deep desire we have to be forgiven and to restore what we have broken. You shall not break a bone of Christ. When we receive communion, we can break bones again if we are not really prepared and with good confession, we break another bow. And this is why we always recommend to be careful when we sing in communion. I know it's good food, eternal, the food of the eternal life is excellent for us, good for our souls, strengthens our faith. But we should remember that we can harm the unity of the church again. It is the sacrament of Christ and the sacrament of the unity of the church here. When receiving communion, we reform in us our link with the church, or we strengthen our link, our relationship with our mother, the church on earth. And this is done here on the altar ways. It's not just a personal behavior, not just a personal nourishment. It is an act, it's a public act of uh, reparation or a public act of faith in the unity of the only one church. 
understanding statement of Saint John, they shall love him whom they pierced. And this is certainly the most concerning side of the devotion to the blessed, the sacred heart of Jesus. The point of the, the lance of the soldier, or the spear, can you say the spear? Yes? I, I mixed up with two words, the spear or spear, but I think it's spear in that case. And we should consider ourselves in the picture at the cavalry of Jesus pierced. Where are we in this picture? We are these little points of the sphere. Because we, 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 are, we have and we do pierce his body because of our sins. And this is me, and this is you, and this is all of us. Yes, we do. Because of our sin, we come into the body of the very flesh of Jesus, and we couldn't harm him. In the meantime, and this is the great consolation, we are, even though we pierced his heart, in the meantime, he accepts to be pierced. He accepts us as we are. This is what it means with our weaknesses and our failures and our sins and our failures in our faith. But he accepts us to come. And he accepts to be wounded again by this little point of the spear because he knows that even if we are weak and sinners, we are coming into his heart. And this is the consolation of the devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Yes, in, in a sense, we would not like to hurt him as the little point. In the meantime, we would love to be the point, because this is the way, this is the bridge and the channel to the heart of Jesus Christ. So we want, and we don't want in the meantime. That's the sort of the tragedy of our own life, because we want to be saints, and in the meantime, we have to accept that we are sinners. But this is the consolation, because we enter the furnace of love, and the deep love, the divine love, is uh, in us. And here we are accepted as we are here. And the sacred heart of Jesus is there to console us and to heal us. And that's the only way. And this is why we are so privileged to be able to celebrate this uh, mystery of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. He would accept us if we want to come close to Him. He would hear, heal us and He would sanctify us. The only step He wants from us is to approach or to be approached by the minister of the church, which is represented by the soldier and, the, and the, the, the spear, is the sacramental love, which is, which is coming, which is sort of holding us very as close as possible to the sacred heart of Jesus. And then the hit to the heart is our contrition, our decision to receive fruitfully the sacrament, and this is it. And this is where we are. Why we are so privileged because we are brought and we are accompanied, we are supported in all from, from, from the Garden of Gethsemane to, to the Calvary. We are always brought 
to this moment, this extreme moment of love, of pure love of Christ, where he comes and he welcomes us. We must remember here that the prophecy of Simeon holding Jesus Christ in his bearing Christ in his arms would say to our lady, a sword will pierce your soul. But when he holds Jesus in his heart and presses him, the baby Jesus, to his heart, Jesus would do exactly the same as the perfect priest, as the perfect pontiff, as symbolized by Simeon. And Christ would do the same. Somehow, Christ has sort of pressed uh, his, uh, the lance to his heart. Because he knows this is why, how we come into him and how we have this intimate life with Jesus. So let's recollect ourselves, let's think about the consolation we received today and in these beautiful celebration and moving uh, celebration of the feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. And let's come into a more intimacy with the Good Lord in particular in the fruitful reception of communion this morning. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen.